Once upon a time, I was in love with John. I think that he is my number one thing and somebody have the utmost respect for. Oh, Laura, you shouldn't have. You're okay. Oh, you little Ain't I a stinker? <laughs> <laughs> Everyone has a story to tell. We have a bottle of wine and an ear to listen. Welcome to Anecdotal Dote. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Anecdotal Dote, the podcast that celebrates the stories and storytellers in all of us. This is our final episode of the season. I'm John Seidenberg, the guy who once wrote a Saw-like film to get over an ex, and joining me is a not freaky weirdo person <laughs> Laura Arnold um please expound on saw like film to oh, get over an ass you're familiar with the saw franchise I've not seen any of the movies but I'm familiar, familiar. with the premise okay. um well I I Oh, God. So everyone deals with their breakup of their first, like, love in different ways. Yep. I reacted um, extremely. Um, long, long, long story short, I actually wrote a book about it called Affections, available. Um, it was self-published. Um, is it in print? Oh, it's in print. In fact, it's I... It's in print? It okay, because you also did an audiobook of it, right? I did do an audiobook of it. Okay, that's the version I know everyone wanted of. an audiobook version of it. I wrote this uh, short story, and so the goal of it was I was going to write this, and then I was going to present it to her. She was going to turn the last page over and say, John, I made a mistake. Let's get back together. And then we'd ride off into the sunset together. Oh, honey. Um, so I wrote this book. It's called Affections. Uh, so we ended up having like this little summer, summer loving, you know, interaction with one another. Uh, so fast. Uh, we can't afford that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but she um, she and I had this little uh, it was my first kiss. Like I talked about fitting my our first episode talked about my first kiss. Uh, she was the girl. So this entire podcast oh, has just been how? leading up to oh. a moment when you can reveal this long story yes. about your first love. That's, this is why I created this podcast, so was you, just so I could tell this story. So then I've you could also seeds. not only <laughs> potentially reach out to her and reconnect. I did reconnect with the, her this year. For the love story that is unfinished <laughs> at this moment. But you also want everybody to hear about your... What's it called? Affections. Affections. You want to, that's, that's why we started this flipping podcast. It sure is. Is so that you could promote affections <laughs> and reconnect with the love that you have since lost. <laughs> Don't lie to me, John. Um, You're just using me. You have found me out. <laughs> So we had like this secret relationship for a while. I thought we were getting married. We were not getting married. Um, but she ended up um, going off to church camp where our Sunday school teacher went as a chaperone. Is this the same Sunday school teacher who stole? So she goes off to church camp for two or three weeks. 
I'm like pining for her to return home to me. And while she's there, the Sunday school teacher, our Sunday school teacher, uh, convinces her that because I was raised Pentecostal and she was raised Baptist, we were not equally yoked because there's a scripture about you should not be with someone who is unequally yoked to you. So she got back and was like, oh, I'm so sorry. We can't be together. She ended up dating the Sunday school teacher. I was devastated. Okay, is, okay, okay, okay. Yes, see how I, see how I, Sorry. over the course of yeah, 20 weeks, This I've is what I'm saying. You have just the... spread this out over 20 <laughs> episodes, and now we finally hear. This is like Game of Thrones. But, oh my God. But with this We're story. really wrapping it up, aren't we? <laughs> this was so accidental, but it fits so well. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. So all, <laughs> wow, I'm connecting so Laura's many holding dots her right hands now. to her face. <laughs> She looks like her mind is about to explode. I'm holding my brain in so it doesn't explode. Because I don't know that I ever, until this moment... Like, okay. You have told me all these stories either through the podcast or, like, just us outside of the podcast. Casually conversing, yes. Yeah. So, like, I know all of these stories, obviously. I don't know that I ever put them all, like, together together in order. Yeah. So many things are clicking in my brain. Yeah. Also... I'm not going to lie to you. I'm kind of hoping that this means that like everybody who has ever listened to any episode ever (laughs) of our podcast goes back and re-listens. We're going to have a huge boom of hits. You didn't realize that this was lost, but John's life. (laughs) And in podcast form. And my love life is the smoke monster. (laughs) So I published this book for affections and she reads the book on my bed in my parents' house. And I'm like, okay, God, okay, she's turning over the last page. This is going to be great. And then she looks at me and she goes, that was a very interesting piece of literature, John. And I was like, and? And she was like. Wait, this is real life. Yes, this is really what happened. Okay. And and I said, and? And she said, and I got to go. And she walked out and drove off. I ended up self-publishing it when I was at college and selling copies of it, I assistant directed a Chris or a kid show the following summer and sold them for 10 bucks a pop. Two children. And yes, one girl um, who I don't think even knows this podcast exists, but if she does, hello, Grace. Um, <laughs> one girl two years ago, uh, her mother contacted me and said, my daughter did not get to buy a, a copy of your book. She wants a copy of this book more than she wants an iPhone. So I gave her my final printed copy of Affections so she could have that awful, awful book. That's so sweet of you. And I'm really <laughs> sorry that that girl like I'm so put sorry. that on the top of their list. Well, I, I know. <laughs> so I was really upset. So that fall, I was still trying to like process my feelings of having lost my love. So I wrote this story, which was called Hatchet. Uh, it was hatchet and the tagline was bury it or die. It's like bury the hatchet or, or die. die. And basically the premise of it was I put all of my friends, including the Moorhead four and my ex-girlfriend. My plan was the first half of the story was going to be a romantic comedy. And then the second half was going to be Saul. And the worst part was you want to talk about me being a psychopath. <laughs> um, I was writing it. I have this weird quirk where Um, if I have like a glass surface in my 
in like in my apartment or at my house or whatever, I will write in dry erase marker on it. My best friend who was in this story, <laughs> um, I had notes about how I was going to torture him in this story on my mirror in the thing. And you and, didn't think to like cover that up or like. No, because I was just making notes from my story that I was writing. Oh um, had no like I didn't see anything wrong with it at all. Um, I lost my forking mind. We we did a test a couple weeks ago of if I was a narcissist. We did not do if I was a sociopath. Correct. Laura, true or false? Go. Um, I watched a woman <coughs> her pants in the box office two days ago. True or false? Um, I don't know, but I would like to say false. Um, I'm in the box office and this woman is walking down the street. She stops. She comes in and she just announces that she's going to use our restrooms, which are not for public use. They are for patrons. We should really have or a Or staff sign. members. We should. Um, and not this woman comes in and she announces that, yes, I'm going to use the bathroom. And I was like, ma'am, like I do several times a week. I'm like, ma'am, the restrooms are for patrons only not for public use um and so she stops right outside the restroom that's in the lobby and she turns to me and she goes but i have diarrhea and i sat there for a second not sure of how to handle the situation um because if i was that woman i would have just went in i wouldn't have announced it I wouldn't have made a big deal of it. Just I would have just the bathroom and yeah, gone. I would have just prevented Pompeii and <laughs> went on with my life. And so she stood there in the opening of the door for 30 seconds. She like li- literally, I'm not making this up. She literally like leaned like an elbow up on the frame of the door and just like parked there for like 20 seconds. Didn't move. There are other people in the lobby trying to figure out what to do. And I'm like, oh, my God, this woman is literally shitting her britches in the middle of my lobby. And so I'm like making eye contact with this woman. <laughs> well, she's shitting her pants. Yes. <laughs> what is today's theme? Oh, uh, well, today's theme is, uh, well, we have to um, rectify something that people have reached out to us about since pretty much the inception of this podcast. That's true. The name of our podcast. Yes. So real quick backstory. Um, one of our one of the friends of our podcast, uh, Trisha Hobbs, who is the production design or production manager for Penobscot Theater Company designer. and resident scene designer for uh, Penobscot Theater Company. We were joking about starting a podcast and we were talking about like, oh, if we made a podcast, what would we call it? And Trisha said, oh, well, you should call it Anecdotal Dote. And we loved like the the rhythm of what it sounded like. We loved like the the, the sophistication, but also like the true meaning behind it, because we love the idea of it sounding really official with like anecdotal dote. But the fact that it's really down to storytelling idiots. Mm-hmm. Um, and since it's about storytelling idiots. Um, so we've had many people inform us that our podcast should be called 
anecdotal dolt, but D-O-L-T. I, D-O-L-T, but John, the hugest dolt in the world, <laughs> decided to call it anecdotal dote, as in to dote upon. D-O-T-E. D-O-T-E, which is the name of this podcast. So the only reason I can assume we do not have millions of listeners is because they have Google searched anecdotal dolt and found no answers. And so they've thought it's not a real podcast. I really thought, yeah, we're storytelling idiots who were idiotic enough to use the wrong dote. Yeah, totally. But I think but that we are correct in D-O-T-E all of the above. fits as well. Absolutely. Yeah. So you know what? Because we are one hundred percent to exhibit mental decline, <laughs> of or like that of old age. So you know what? And it's because of the alcohol, and yeah. that's what's funny about it. Yeah, and if that's you, the joke. Yeah, if you've kept with us this whole time, <laughs> screw you for thinking we were wrong. We knew what we were doing from the beginning. Jim Etheridge, I'm looking at you. Jasmine Ireland, I'm looking at you. Everybody else. <laughs> You probably March, didn't even notice. Teacher, I'm looking at you. <laughs> Moral of the story is we thought we were wrong for a long time, and now we realize we, we were, were not. not. Do you have any advice for our listeners this week? Yes. Um, I don't know how well I'm how far I'm gonna get into this advice. Um, but my advice this week is to trust the laugh. What does that mean? What do you... I'm sorry. What do you mean by that, John? Um, Well, um, at the beginning of the year, this person came into my life who um, I had a brief interaction with, and I made a couple of my corny jokes, as I usually do, and they laughed at that joke and several others. Uh, fully heartily. And as I got to know this person more and more, I learned that this person not only was someone who thought I was funny, genuinely an amazing person who was empathetic and funny and smart. Um, All of that started with you, Laura. Plot twist. Laughing at one of my jokes when you first met me. Your lip just quivered and that just about rang me. Sorry, just don't look at me. <laughs> um, but, um, I'm gonna try not to get choned up on here. Don't do it. Um, trust that colorful, ridiculous, obnoxious, <laughs> varying <laughs> laugh. Because at the end of the day, it's the thing that might save your life. I can't go away from this without acknowledging how important you have become in my life and how um, fortunate I have been to have been able to have not only have worked with you from being my assistant to to the many shared lunch orders we have shared. (laughs) (laughs) 
I don't know if y'all know what Slack is. It doesn't really matter, but it's like a interwork conversation texting app. And we were told we should use it. John and I started a chat called Lunch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just me and John making lunch orders. <laughs> it was supposed to be used for inner office inner office communication that was not worth emails, but was better than text, quote unquote. And it and literally <laughs> just turned into, when are we ordering from DoorDash? <laughs> what do we want to order from DoorDash? <laughs> I know we have shifted gears because we had to lighten the moment, but also I want to say that you were the first friend I had here. (laughs) That already got me. I came here (laughs) sort of following the advice of of, uh, a dear friend of mine and somebody have the utmost respect for she told me that I was allowed to follow a new passion and by new passion she meant not work and I was terrified I just I agreed to this podcast because I needed a human connection that I didn't know how else to find um Keep me down! <laughs> We're recording a podcast! <laughs> I signed up for this podcast so that I could not only connect with my new friend, John, but also feel like I was connecting with people outside of just me and John in in our tiny little community of Bangor, Maine. And I now see that maybe we have. I have a lot of respect and love for Ellen DeGeneres, who spends a lot of time just bringing joy to other people, and that's all I've ever wanted to do. And... I didn't think that this podcast would ever do that. (laughs) But then one day somebody wrote us an email or something that said that they were just going through a breakup, sitting on a bus, eating two-day-old Chinese food, crying, listening to her podcast, and it made them feel better, and I realized that, like, sometimes just being people is, like, just being, like, real and honest. And stupid. And stupid. (laughs) (laughs) So... That is it for not only today's episode. Oh, God. <laughs> Should I step outside? No, don't. Okay. Don't step outside. Just don't make eye contact with me. I'm just going to pretend like it's not happening. Okay. Um, that's, <laughs> that's it for today's episode and for this season. And um, we are, for those of you who have stuck with us from the first episode... Thank you so much for listening and sticking with our chaos and idiocy. Um, And for those of you who have joined us later 
or just for this episode. Thank you so much for spending a couple of minutes with us today. Um, we are eternally grateful for you experiencing the chaos and stupidity of being adult or adult, depending on what you choose to be um, with us here. As a treat or torture, depending on who you are, we will be releasing a chapter each week of my awful short story, Affections. <laughs> this will hopefully lead into the start of season two of Anecdotal Dote with my new co-host, so be on the lookout for those dropping on our new release dates, Monday mornings. You can contact us. How See, can they contact this us? This is still all just a plug <laughs> for your stupid fucking audiobook. <laughs> And here we are. How can they find out about my audiobook? They can find out about your audiobook or more about us. Mostly you. Because I still don't have the password to this email. It's mostly spam, so it's, you're just, I'm just saving you time. If you do have any questions, comments, or concerns to send to us, you can reach us at theanecdotaldote at gmail.com. To be clear, dote is D-O-T-E, which means... To dote upon. To... Lavish gifts. Correct. For mental decline. Either one. If you're an old person. If it's D-O-T-E. Anyway, yeah. uh, D-O-T-E at gmail.com. The anecdotal D-O-T-E at gmail.com. That's it. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for listening to today's episode. Don't forget to subscribe. <laughs> Let me do that again. <laughs> You know that's not going to be edited out, but go for it. It's probably not, but I'm going to try. Um, remember, everyone has a story to tell, especially you. So send them in. We're excited to listen. Laura, I am. I love you so much. I have, for the past year, I have known two people who have entered my life and filled my life with purpose and hope and love. And you are one of those people. <laughs> and if you're a person who has decided that this episode has turned you off to listening to any more, um, when we start the next season, <laughs> it'll be far more joyous <laughs> <laughs> with a new co-host. Um, who will be great in their position, but will not be Laura. They don't have my laugh. They won't have your laugh. They have a different, whole different, <laughs> <laughs> whole different thing. Um, but I love you dearly. Thank you, John. For being the human connection that I desperately needed and didn't know I needed when I needed it being a friend to me I think that we have both cried enough I love this podcast I love everything it stands for I obviously adore you so much you're such a good friend to me and <laughs> I 
I will be greatly offended if you do not ask me to be a guest star on your podcast on a regular basis. <laughs> and I'm mad at you because you have a recording of it. And also I'm crying in front of you. And I don't cry for the people and I'm mad at it. <laughs> I'm so mad at you in this moment. Thank you so much for listening. We'll see you next season here on The Anecdotal Dote. It won't be the same without me, b- <laughs> 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 <laughs>